Welcome to Design Your Destiny, your podcast for tapping into the power of your subconscious mind. In this next few minutes, allow me to show you how to tap into that power so that you can create success with ease, form deeper connections, and have greater presence in your relationships, and most importantly, find peace within yourself. My name is Penny Chason, and I'm your host. Hello, everyone. Penny here, and I'm coming to you with the topic of happiness today talking to you about happiness and unhappiness so that when you experience unhappiness, you understand the reason that you're experiencing it and you have some strategies to move back into that state of happiness. Now, we all know when we're happy, we know what happiness feels like, but for many of us, you know, we don't have big swings in emotion. So right, happiness is on a a scale. It's on a continuum from joy and elation all the way down to depression. So happiness exists on that continuum. And happiness in a sense of contentment or peace, that contentment and feeling fine is going to be in the middle. Happiness is going to be just a little bit beyond that contentment towards joy, feeling a little, meh, maybe it's not the greatest day, is just a little shy of contentment and peace, and then depression all the way down on the other end. So I think we can all identify with having emotions anywhere along that continuum. And we most definitely know when we're feeling joyful, when we're having those belly laughs, I mean, they feel so good to, yeah, you know, we're just having an average, average day. It's a good day. It's an average day, right? We know that we're in a positive state. And so many times we can take that subtle positive state and we actually take it for granted. And the reason why we take it for granted is because we're not in that belly laughing mood. And we don't realize we've slipped out of it until we're kind of like, you know, I just really don't even want to fool with going into work today, or I don't want to deal with people today, or did I wake up on the wrong side of the bed? So happiness is a combination of feeling, you know, content and at peace with having excitement about your day having some joy, easily recognizing those things that bring you joy. What most of us don't realize is that our brain is constantly working to assess our state of being and assign emotions to our state of being. Your subconscious mind, it's like this conductor of this fantastic orchestra. You know, he's a maestro and your subconscious mind is you know, coordinating the strings and the percussion, right? The woodwinds, it's bringing it all together. And your experience, what you're experiencing is that final composition being expressed, right? I think it's the first time I've ever used that metaphor, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a bringing together of all the parts. And if you've ever watched an orchestra play, then there are times when you will notice that certain instrument sections are playing 
because they're not the focal point of that particular movement in the music. You're not aware they're there until they begin to crescendo and come into the foreground of the musical piece. The same thing happens with our emotions subconsciously. Our brain is constantly processing, 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 and it gives us an end result. So sometimes things can begin to happen in our life, and we begin to experience unhappiness, and it can turn from a moment to a few hours, to a day, to two days, to three days. And these periods of unhappiness can happen for a lot of reasons. Now, typically, what's happening is that unhappiness is there to say, hey, there's something here that we're not enjoying. We're not finding joy in this. Like, it's motivating you to like, hey, go find something fun. Go find something pleasurable to do. Go find something that lights you up. However, I am a realist. We have times in our lives, we have seasons where, you know, we have other things going on. So maybe we're not seeking out the joy. And to just use an example, maybe you're in that very initial phase of having lost someone important to you. Yes, you may have moments of joy when you're reminiscing about happy times, But overall, you're going through a grief process, and it's going to have its ups and downs, and there should be moments of being able to feel some degree of happiness or satisfaction with your life through that. You might not be elated or joyful, but there's some satisfaction there. And, you know, through a process of allowing yourself to properly grieve and doing some other techniques I'm going to talk about later, You can work through that grief process in a healthy way so that you do not go into a depression. When we get into a depression, and this is not from a clinical aspect, this is talking about getting stuck in that funk. I'm not talking about a clinical depression. You know, when we get into that state of unhappiness and we're not doing anything to get out of it, but we start to think about it and we ruminate over it and we're seeing the cup half empty, or maybe we're attempting to think happy thoughts, right? But everyone around us is pulling us down, right? Then we can get into what I call just like a normal everyday kind of depression. You call it the funk or the blues. If You go into the funk or the blues, and then you don't do anything about it. Then you can develop actual depression, like you would go to your doctor. Your doctor would say, you know what, you're depressed. We need to step in. You need some help here. So a lot of times when I reference the word depression, I'm talking about the funk or the blues. So if I cross speak, I'm setting that record straight right now, not talking about clinical stuff. So One of the reasons that we end up not being happy, and this is normal and natural, we tend to compare ourselves to other people. We look at what other people have, where they are in life, the job they have, the cars they drive, the vacations they're taking, and we begin to compare ourselves. Why am I not there yet? Is there something wrong with me? I don't like being in this place. I want to be in that place. So not only are we going through a process of telling ourselves that we don't have something that we desire, 
But then we begin to put meaning on it that we aren't there yet. And this can create a subconscious habit of thinking that maybe there's something wrong with us, that what we've done is not good enough, that we are in this place. So you really want to avoid comparing yourself. And an excellent example of this is social media. People go on social media, they see what other people are doing, and we tend to forget that what people put on social media oftentimes is a very carefully curated version of their lives. It's not the true raw and ugly that happens behind the scenes. Now, if you've been on any of my social media, you will notice that I will go on social media without my makeup. Sometimes I'm in a t-shirt. Sometimes I'm outside. Sometimes I'm here in my office like I am right now. And you know what? That's okay. I want people to see who I really am. If I have to be a fake made up facade, that's not what I want, right? So you get to decide what it is that you want, right? So the first thing I would recommend is to not get into comparison on social media. Stay off social media when you can. And, you know, you can, you know, just set yourself so many minutes that you go on there and just be aware that if you notice yourself getting triggered, ask yourself, what is it about this image? What is it about this story that triggers me? Because chances are there might be something there for you to do a little bit of self-study, <laughs> uh, self-reflection, introspection, and see what it is there and unpack it and move on beyond it. So just kind of wrapping up you know that from previous podcast episodes, previous videos I've done, if you were depressed and you are thinking of self-harm and you're getting to these cycles of life's not worth living, please call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Uh, there are also crisis hotlines where you, if you're in a crisis but you're not having those types of thoughts, you can text. And the name of that website is Project textme.com and you can go there and reach out to someone and have someone to speak with. So I mentioned, you know, that we can compare people. The other way we get into unhappiness is through what I like to call expectations. And I first learned this from my mentor, Jim Fortin, and he said the root cause of all unhappiness is our expectations. In other words, it is the meaning that we put on things. When we say, I'll be happy when, or I'll be happy if, we are telling our brain that our happiness is contingent upon a certain outcome, and control is an absolute illusion. I don't even have control over the next breath that I take. Control is an illusion. So when you can allow yourself to be in the present moment and find what you have to be happy about right now. Even if it's a small thing, find something in your life to be happy about, even if that is that you were able to get up today and you had another opportunity to do it better today than you did yesterday. Find something to be happy about. Now, it's not always easy. I, that's cliche as hell. And I recognize that. But, you know, happiness doesn't just happen. 
we have choices. And through those choices, we get to seek out and find that happiness in our life. So what meaning are you putting on happiness? What expectations are you attaching it to? Are you limiting your ability to be happy? Because in your mind, maybe it's something that you were taught through church or your parents or the social circles or the culture that you grew up in. Does your life have to look a very specific way for it to be considered happy and successful? If you answer yes to that question, that is all external to you and happiness comes from inside of you. You get to decide what makes you happy, not your culture, not your parents, not your religion, your church, any of those things. You get to decide. So some things that can uh, really boost your happiness, one is random acts of kindness. When we engage in random acts of kindness, we release oxytocin and dopamine, and it gives us a high. The other thing could happen is if you give someone a hug, just give them a hug. Give someone a smile. You know, if you smile at a stranger, even if maybe you don't feel happy, but when you smile at a stranger and they see that and they smile back, you get that release in your body. So those are things to practice. The other thing, I've said this before, I'm going to say it again, gratitude, 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 gratitude. There was a study that showed that writing one letter a week for six weeks significantly decreased depression and anxiety scores. And when they went back and they evaluated those people three months after the study, the ones who wrote the letters of gratitude, their depression and anxiety scores were still lower than those who were in the control group. And the other thing is good old-fashioned sunshine. Go outside, walk around, lean up against a tree, breathe the fresh, clean air. If it's warm enough where you are, heck, even if it's not, take your shoes off and walk barefooted. Reconnect with the earth. Because before there were concrete jungles, cityscapes, parking lots, we were connected to nature. And we've lost that connection to nature in our modern lives. So if you can experience gratitude, random acts of kindness, get out in nature, actually enjoy it, spend some time in it and pay attention to what you are attaching your happiness to. If you embrace those things, when you find yourself feeling unhappy, you can shift yourself back into a state of happiness. And by all means, have some grace and compassion with yourself. No one, and I mean absolutely no one, lives their life 100% in happiness and joy. It is absolutely impossible. And um, I want you to leave me a message. Let me know what you think about what I've had to share with you and how you can take what I've shared with you and implement it into your life. I know. Thank you for listening today. If you've enjoyed this episode of Design Your Destiny, I would appreciate it if you would head over to iTunes and leave a positive review. When you leave a positive review, it's like podcast currency. 
and we can increase our reach and get the message to even more people that they, just like you, have the ability to design their destiny. And remember, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform.